Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show. So great you could join me for yet another episode. And uh, as we start the working week, today being Monday the 26th of April 2021, I thought it would be a great opportunity to record a podcast given that uh, in Australia and New Zealand, we've actually just celebrated uh, the Anzac Day for another year, uh, April 25th, a very, very special day for Australians and also New Zealanders. Uh, it's a day that both our countries tend to reflect on in terms of the history of our respective nations, but also to remember the copious numbers and thousands upon thousands of men and women who have sacrificed so much being in the armed forces. And this goes way back to 1915 when the Australians and New Zealanders fought on the shores of Gallipoli, and hence the beginning of Anzac Day started way back then. So today being the 106th uh, year of the spirit of the Anzacs, and I got, I've got to say, the as each year goes by, and yeah, last year of course was a bit of a wipeout because of COVID, but the events that are happening each and every year, and certainly in my local area, are getting bigger and bigger. And what's great to see is a lot of younger people are getting involved and really delving into the history of the Anzacs and recognizing the men and women who've sacrificed so much for our countries that we are able to enjoy the freedoms that we do have today. And and certainly as, as I get older, it's certainly something that I continue to respect. And often the people that are currently serving as well need to receive the respect that they are deserved because it's, uh, it's through their work that uh, enables us to continue to live in the free nations that we currently uh, live in. So uh, with that, I wanted to reflect on that because, uh, hey, yes, Anzac weekend is obviously a big weekend in sport because there's a couple of big football matches that happen. But I think for all of us, there's a lot we can take away from the Anzacs and the spirit of the men and women who have sacrificed so much over the years. And really, when you think about it, we've got so much to be grateful for. And we must continue to not take anything for granted moving forward and continue to keep the spirit of the Anzacs alive. So I was thinking last night as I was preparing my normal Sunday night uh, LinkedIn post, and I was thinking, okay, how can I tap into the spirit of the of the Anzacs and really put a message out there that is relevant for everybody that lives in Australia and New Zealand, but specifically targeted towards sales leaders and what, is, what we as sales leaders can be doing to tap into this spirit to help our teams drive even more results and better results and drive even better engagement with our teams. And I found that uh, there was a number of values and qualities that the Anzacs lived by and continue to live by today. And this was forged out of really dark times because essentially the Anzacs were formed through through wartime efforts. And the more I hear stories of, of the guys that were fighting these these wars and, and certainly in more recent times as well, all the, all the different wars and conflicts that the Australian and New Zealand troops have been involved in, what strikes me is how young these people were. And a number of, particularly in World War One, there was a lot of people who were fighting that were not of the, I guess, the appropriate age. A lot of the guys lied about their age and went off to war. And these were under 18 years of age. And I think, I think of my own children today and, and the age that they are at and thinking, my God, imagine living 
back then and what, what they would have had to have gone through. And yes, it was the time. And yes, it was a completely different time in history. I get that. But the, these people were so young. And it really, it really makes me appreciate what we have today and the opportunities that young people in particular have today because of the sacrifices that the generations before us have made so that we can live in a country, a country and a society that we do today. So there are so many lessons we can learn here. And I wanted to actually relate this back to us as sales leaders and think about the parallels between the spirit of the Anzacs and how we can tap into these values and use this to the advantage of our team, but also the advantage of the stakeholders that we deal with on a daily basis to drive not only better engagement, but also better results. And those results hopefully over time become sustainable which is what we're all, all about on the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So uh, bear with me. There's a, there's about uh, 10 or 12 values I want to go through and reflect on here. But I think it's very, very pertinent to anybody today that's in a leadership position, uh, specifically a sales leadership position. But also think about if you have some ambitions of being a leader and increasing your influence, you could do worse than actually taking on a number of these values of the Anzacs and tapping into the spirit. Because the great thing about these is these are ageless. These do not change over time. These will work equally today as they did back in 1915, just as well as they're going to work in 100 years from now. So let's delve into these. And I'm going to go with these in a pretty high level. There's about 12 of them that I wanted to cover off. And the first one is all about courage. Now, if I think about courage and think about the stories that I've heard, certainly over the weekend, but also previous years around Anzac Day, the courage that the men and women had to demonstrate way back, and certainly in the first landing of Gallipoli, was unbelievable. Just to actually be able to land under some of the heavy artillery and gunfire that they were landing under, and the circumstances they had to live through, is just unimaginable by today's standards. So as a sales leader, how can we start to permeate courage through our team? And it's things like having the courage to take chances, to push the boundaries and to create opportunities. Having the courage to put yourself in a position where, you know what, you might actually get a no. Or you may actually be rejected or you might actually be ridiculed. But having the courage to have the conversation to put yourself out there anyway. Because, hey, what's the worst possible thing can happen? And if you compare this to what the Anzacs went through, it is absolutely nothing. So how do we actually tap into the value of courage for us to get better and for our team to get better? The second value that I really resonated with was all about mateship. Now, it might be a cliche, and it is a cliche, but teamwork really does make the dream work. So one of the things that uh, the Anzacs prided themselves on was mateship. They're always looking out for the person to the left, and of the person to the right. So how do we create as leaders an environment where people truly care about each other, that people want to be part of something special? How do we create that environment? Well, it starts with us. How do we create mateship? And what look for opportunities where we can get people involved and get people involved in making a contribution to others, not necessarily just thinking about what they can get for themselves. So how do we do that? Well, one of the best ways to do this is to actually get people to rally around a cause. So as a sales leader, what's your purpose? What do you stand for? What are we here to achieve? And how can you actually rally the troops around that common purpose so that everybody's moving in the one direction and they're looking out for each other in the process of, of moving towards that, uh, that outcome that you're looking for? The third and fourth one is all about fairness and integrity. So being authentic in everything that we do, but also being fair in all of our interactions and acting always with integrity. 
And sometimes this may mean that we actually make some sacrifice because again, connected to mateship, this is all about the bigger picture. This is all about the team. And sometimes we have to put our own individual needs behind the needs of the team. So first of all, thinking about how I can how I can serve the team, how I can serve the greater good and do that with integrity. And also be fair in everything I do. Every person I interact with, do that with a level of fairness. There's no bias there. So treating everybody the way you want to be treated and the way they would like to be treated. The next value is all about persistence and understanding that nothing worth achieving is not worth fighting for. So we've got to persist. We've got to move forward regardless. And I think back to the the conditions that these people had to have endured in order to, first of all, survive and then get out of that particular war zone. Uh, the persistence they would have had to have demonstrated despite the obstacles and despite the probability of them not being able to get out there and how they actually did that is phenomenal. So you think about some of the people today that you're dealing with and how many people give up too quickly give up too easily there is a and this is a gross generalization but there is a genuine lack of persistence i believe in in a lot of people and a lot of leaders they give up too quickly part of this is the shiny thing syndrome playing it playing a part because they're looking for the the instant gratification next opportunity and therefore they're not persisting and staying the course but a persistence is a genuine value that if we identify first of all something that is worth fighting for and you know what? We're going to stay the course regardless. Yes, we're going to get some obstacles placed in our way. Yes, we're going to get some challenges placed in our way. And yes, sometimes we're going to fall over and we're not going to win. But we've got to persist because if the if it's worth fighting for, guess what? It's worth staying the course. And if we do this through persistence, we will get the result at the end of the day. So keep moving forward regardless. The next value is all about humor. And this is a huge one because I've worked with a lot of sales teams that the the vibe is really really serious and one of the one of the best sales teams I've ever worked with had a sales leader who seriously did not take themselves seriously at all they were the first person to be the brunt of jokes but they were self-deprecating and they did that did this in a really really great and engaging way they simply didn't take themselves too seriously they had fun and they learned to laugh more Specifically, they learn to laugh more at themselves, and this is the key point, not at the expense of other people. So therefore, they actually created a, an atmosphere and a, and a culture where, you know what, it's okay to have some fun. It doesn't have to be a serious business. And yes, sales and, and leadership is a serious business, but hey, why don't you have fun along the way and learn to laugh more? Because you'd be amazed at how that actually starts to permeate through the whole team and you start to there's a there's an energy with laughter and there's an energy that comes with having a good time and guess what where there's laughter there's this lightness to it and people don't take things so seriously so therefore the people are going to be more open to trying more things and therefore things like courage comes into it they'll be trying new things they'll be trying different ways of doing things and all of a sudden results start to take care of themselves why because we've we've created a fun and humorous environment. The next values are all about in initiative and ingenuity. So this is about being creative, having to think outside the square and take a chance. You may actually surprise yourself. And I think back to all the examples that the Anzac shared through the years in terms of how they actually got through the day, let alone a week and months, in terms of the initiative they had to uh, demonstrate and the ingenuity they had to. And things like, just simple things like staying warm, staying dry, some of the things they did 
in terms of, you know what, it might sound like common sense today and often we'll take things for granted that there's there's heat. We just flick a switch and there's electricity or we flick a, a turn a button on and we start to get heat or coolness. These guys lived in conditions that are probably unimaginable to most of us today, which meant they had to be ingenious in terms of how they survived and how they therefore thrived. So how can we be more creative? How can we start thinking more outside the square? How can we take more chances and how, how can we actually start to back ourselves more? Because you may just be finding yourself in a position where, you know what, if you show some initiative and put some things in place, you may be surprised at the results you actually get. The next phase is, is endurance. Now, it's somewhat connected to persistence. Uh, I think the two are intertwined, but I wanted to separate these because endurance is about, okay, we know where we want to get to, and the endurance is making the decision to stay the course. Understanding that there will be obstacles, there will be challenges, but understanding there's always going to be an answer. And as I always talk about from a leadership point of view, one of the leader's responsibilities first and foremost is to define the current reality so we know where we're actually starting from but also to understand that no matter what we're faced with, there is always going to be an answer. So we need to be able to be in a position to at least mentally endure what we need to go through in order to get to the outcome. Now, it it presupposes, of course, we need to know what the outcome looks like. We need to be committed to the outcome and not just mentally think, yeah, I'm going to endure, but through that process, then put some physical work in to say, I will endure whatever I have to endure in order to get to the outcome because the outcome is definitely worth fighting for and it's definitely worth staying the course for. Now, in order to stay on course, what do we have to demonstrate? Well, the next value is all about determination and it's as simple as never, ever, ever, ever give up. And this is a choice. If you make a decision, if I make a decision that I'm going to stay the course no matter what, I'll have the determination to do whatever it takes and I will never, ever give up. Now, this presupposes, of course, that we've got some very specific objectives and goals in mind that we're heading towards because often people will give up when the destination or when the outcome is not crystal clear. So we've got to make sure that certainly as sales leaders that when it comes to driving our team, we've got to be really clear on determining what is the outcome that we're looking for, what is the goal we're trying to head to, and therefore through that process of of achieving that, never ever give up. Be determined to do what needs to be done and to endure through whatever we need to endure because it's going to be worth it. And the last two, the big ones, uh, respect, respect your team. Respect each other, respect yourself, but here's a different one. Respect your competition. Now, I've seen too many sales leaders and too many sales teams over the journey not give due respect to their competition. In fact, what they'll do is they'll try to belittle their competition to try to put themselves and elevate themselves above their competition. Now, this happens in organizations, but it also happens individually as well. One of the key things we need to always remember when it comes to sales leadership and when it comes to leadership in in particular is respect. Respect every single person. Respect your competition. Respect the people in your team and respect your key stakeholders. I cannot overemphasize this enough. Respect, respect, respect is absolutely vital to our ability to drive performance and to influence others. Respect, respect, respect. And the last one is equally as big, and this is all about selflessness. This is huge. Now, it's not about you, and I've talked about this a lot uh, from a leadership perspective, and this is something I'm really, really big on. It's all about servitude and selflessness. It's not about you. It's not about you. It never has been about you. never will be about you. So what it means is we've got to be focusing on others. How do we look to op- for opportunities to serve others? When we do this, when we are demonstrating selflessness, Uh, amazing amazing things start to happen both at an individual level but also when everybody on the same team is doing this in in uh, uh, what's this in collaboration 
unbelievable things can start to happen at a team level. Now, the difference between a great team and a champion team is often the number of people within the team that determine that they're going to be selfless rather than being selfish. It's not about getting the accolades. It's not about getting the most possessions if you're playing footy. It's not about getting the, winning the biggest deals. It's about the contribution that I can make to the team and to the outcome that the team is trying to work towards. How can I be selfless? How can I serve? How can I focus on others? Do that and amazing things can happen. So there you have it. They are the 12 values of the Anzacs. And in summary, it's courage, mateship, fairness and integrity, persistence, humor, initiative and ingenuity, endurance, determination, respect and selflessness. Now, if you haven't done an exercise with your team or haven't started to think about the values of your team or even your own leadership values, then I would encourage you to use these as a foundation, as a platform, because you could do a lot worse than plugging into values and therefore the spirit of the Anzac. So as we finish up this episode, I trust you've had a wonderful weekend and looking forward to a very, very productive week uh, this week. And uh, if I can help you at all, love to work with you one-on-one. And of course, you know the drill. Go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll sit down and have a conversation about what the program looks like and get to work and help you become that exceptional sales leader that you know you're destined to become and I know that you know you're destined to become. So with that said, hope that message resonates and I hope it is of value and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.